Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Okay, this happy hour with Debbie Boone is a lot of pressure because I need to look the same as when she sang You Light Up Your Life for the first time 40 years ago. She, I think she was a teenager when she sang yes, it. Yes, yes. Okay, that's a little bit of plexiderm. <laughs> they say 10-year challenge. Listen, just take it. 10-year challenge. You can do it. I'm telling you, under-eye wrinkles, bags, mm-hmm. crow's feet, all of that stuff. We were saying we love Debbie's voice now. Yeah. You're going to hear her in just a minute sing with all her wisdom and depth now. You light up my life. But I'm just saying, she's also beautiful, right? We were saying she is beautiful. Gorgeous. Right. You got it. Everybody wants a little pick-me-up. Just a just, uh, little dabble do you. It lasts forever, it seems like. A tiny bit. And I'm telling you, in just a couple of minutes, bam, there they go. Your un- under-eye wrinkles, your uh, crow's feet, all that stuff. They fly south. Uh, how about the trial pack? Fourteen ninety-five, right? With free shipping when you go to triplexiderm.com and do, uh, type in that code VOICES, or you can call them, 800-685-1292, and say the code VOICES, or it comes with free shipping, 30-day money-back guarantee. Bam! Wrinkles, lines, and uh, under-eye bags. Arrivederci. Triplexiderm.com. And the code is VOICES. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing every, yeah, I'm doing every single joke in the book. Yes, I am. Oh my God, look, it's another lighter. Hang on. Yes, she does. She lights up my life. It's my friend, Debbie Boone. Hi, Deb. Hey, that's all you got? <laughs> you know, listen, can I just say, not just my friend, my Grammy Award winning friend. And let me just say, you're such a, you have a good sense of humor about the song. You light up my life, but you're one of the only artists to have number one hits to win Grammys across three genres, pop, uh, country, Christian. My rock star friend, Debbie Boone. Thank you. <laughs> and, and can I just say, I asked you to do this, Deb, because I have the honor of not just being your, your friend, I hope, but we bike ride almost every Saturday, right? And That's right. I have, you really, but you really and truly have been a light in my life. And this is, you and I've talked about it, right? This is such a dark time for our country between coronavirus and racial unrest and all of it, right? I mean, just all of it. Yeah, it is. It, I'm, everybody I know is struggling right now. And uh, it takes a lot of conscious effort, I think, on all our parts to stay positive, which is more important now than ever. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it sounds corny, but it really is 
you know, be a light in someone's life because we're going through so much darkness. And I know Biden talked about it at the convention about we are in a time of darkness and we're all looking for the light again, aren't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I, I find every day I'm needing to sort of show up for somebody and be an encouragement. And then there are days when I'm down and other people do it for me. So we need each other now. And I say it all the time on the air, Deb, but you really are, um, you're one of the real true Christians that I know. I mean, you really walk the talk. Our friend Allison had her hand surgery and you brought her like homemade fresh baked bread. I'm like, I didn't think of doing that. Who does that? Debbie Boone does. Well, my husband's the true Christian. He made the sourdough bread. <laughs> <laughs> but we've also bonded over having right wing Republican Fox watching parents. I always tell you about my 97 year old Fox watching Trump voting mom. And of course, your dad <laughs> is famously Pat Boone. And I, I mean, I know how much you love your dad because you've talked. We talked That's about right. it. And you know how much I love my That's mom. Right. And I can't I, go see her because she's across the yeah, across the country. And we, but we've talked about them, how we're going to have to put this country back together, no matter what happens. One loved one at a yeah. time, one family member at a time, right? I, I absolutely agree with you. And I actually think that we don't wait until after November to start that process. I think our dialogue needs to always be about coming together, not calling names and not being negative and ugly, but right now showing that this is our opportunity to restore uh, a country and, and its unity instead of all of this horrible, horrible, um, just uh, ugliness that separates us. Yeah. Now we, we sort of, you and I have so much in common in that. I think we try to walk that every day where I just try to avoid talking politics with my mom. But I do really feel like love is stronger than hate and light is stronger than dark. And I just, yeah, I, I love her so much. And I know you love your dad so much that politics just sort of pales in comparison to real life, doesn't it? And to people that you truly love. 100%, 100%. And, um, you know, I think for the most part, of course, there are exceptions, but for the most part, I think the majority of people, wherever they, you know, fall in their political ideology are good people that want the best for our country. I do believe that about most people. There are definitely those who, who cause a lot of trouble. But I think we need to keep in mind, you know, that, that it's not, we're not enemies. Uh, we may disagree, but we can come together and keep moving forward. And love is the way to do that. Yeah. And put this country back together one relationship at a time, right? I mean, we're going to have right. so much work to do. And I, you know, I asked if it was okay if we talk about this, because the other way that you've helped me so much and just been, and I'm not even a religious person like you are, but remember I said to you one, after one bike ride, I said, oh my God, Deb, you really did like a ministry today. And because I was just talking about, you know, we all have our own struggles in this COVID lockdown. I'm single, you know, you're famously happily married kids and grandkids and all of that. And I'm, everybody has their struggles in this whole COVID and lockdown and all that. And I was telling you, I stopped drinking wine. I did a whole health reset, you know, um, actually back in December. And then when this lockdown started, I thought, oh, you know, like, I don't, I feel like I don't know if I, if I'm an alcoholic, but I, I said, I know I had a problem and I had a problem with moderation and I don't want to start again. And you've, 
turned to me and said, oh, did you know I'm an alcoholic? And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Perfect Debbie Boone? <laughs> Which I'm sure you, you is know, what you struggled with is I'm perfect Debbie Boone. <laughs> yeah, nobody was more surprised than I was. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I identified so much with what you were telling me. There was no way I wasn't going to open up to you and say that I have struggled with alcohol for many, many years. And I did not, uh, you know, check all the boxes of what I thought an alcoholic was. And yet I knew I struggled on a daily basis with wine. Um, And I finally had to surrender to the fact that I had no control over it. And um, so now uh, I'm about nine and a half years sober. And um, I love my life now. And especially during a pandemic, I, I often think almost daily, what would life be like for me if I were still drinking? Because uh, if I was sitting home as much as I had to during this pandemic, and if I got afraid or, you know, that was my numbing uh, coping skill was drinking my wine. And now I don't need to do that. I have better tools. Uh, I can get out and ride with you. I talk, I open up, I share with friends. And um, my life is infinitely better for having given up that thing that was really separating me from people. And I really feel like from God. Uh, And now that's out of the way for me. That's not everybody's story, but it's mine. Well, yeah. And it it is, as you know, it so empowers other people because I just had a bunch of me too moments because I was like, Oh, well, it was really only wine and I'm kind of a wine snob. I only liked really good wine. And you were like me too, me too. And those me too's, like empowered me to go, oh, you know, because I haven't sort of gone that path yet. This is sort of just a choice for me right now that I, um, Mm -hmm. again, I don't, and I know you said you tried moderation and weren't able to do it. I don't even know yet. I just know that, you know, I I saw the t-shirt, you know, wine is the glue that's keeping this 2020 shit show together. (laughs) And I related, but I thought, I don't want to get back into a bad habit because Deb, you're doing such a service right now because there's so many people struggling through this coronavirus and all of it, right? Again, racial unrest, Trump, whatever the, the, with abuse, with eating too much, drinking too much, doing too many drugs, yeah. people that are really, really struggling. And so, yeah, you know, I, that, I, anyway, I mean, that really was sort of a, a, it does make you feel like you're not alone when I went, Oh my God, Part of the pressure to be the perfect Debbie Boone must have been, you know, <laughs> part of for you. But and also the pressures of being this having the number one hit in the world for I, I'm going to say a kajillion weeks. Was it number one for a kajillion? <laughs> pretty much. Pretty close. Number one, one for 10. But that's close to kajillion. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot of pressure and coming from Pat Boone's family and the Boone sisters. And you're this perfect, Christian, beautiful girl that everybody idolizes yeah. you have the number one song and pressure to be perfect right well yeah and i think everyone in their own way has that same pressure and i had to surrender to the fact that i will never be perfect i will never be all the things i would like to be but to be an acceptance of of who i am and that i am valuable and uh that i can always make improvements but it it, it really is it's up to me making choices, but I also need help. I can't do those things alone. I was absolutely powerless over alcohol and trying to moderate it. I tried for 20 years 
to become a moderate drinker and it it didn't work. I needed other people who had the same struggle um, who could support me and show me how they were able to do it. And I needed to really surrender to a higher power that I already had. Um, but it was just a different thing when I, you know, the alcohol really brought me to my knees in that regard. Um, so yeah. I'm nothing but grateful. And, and it really has made me just um, love people more. I, I was so much more of a kind of pull away and not trust people and isolate and just me and my family, you know, and this has opened me up and expanded my heart and expanded uh, just about everything about the way I believe and see things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like you say, everybody's path is different. You know, for me, it was my choice and I didn't get in the program or anything. I just, it was started as a health reset. And, um, and then, like I say, and then COVID hit and you think like, ah, oh, I'm here alone all the time. And I don't want to, um, you know, because just as easily something becomes a bad habit, then you have a good habit. And then you're like, I don't want to, this is a bad time to start something. Yeah. And, and I don't know yet. You'll know when I crash into a tree on one of our bike rides, you'll be like, did you try wine again last night to see if you can do moderation? I'm, I'm the one that keeps falling off the bike, not you. <laughs> yes, you have fallen off the bike. I'm like, oh no, I almost killed an American icon. I have the bruises I, to prove it. <laughs> Hold that thought, Debbie, while we're reminiscing. OMG, you guys, someone just sent me a bunch of articles in their local paper about my family during the 1964 campaign. Oh, my God, and really? Then, yes, and then uh, me in my early days of Rochester Radio, but it went back to all these stories. <laughs> wow, the coverage was really sexist. Do you know that my mom and my sisters were 14-carat gold uh, whistle bait? That's what they were called in the headline. They were called whistle baits? Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 listen, my sister interviewed my grandma recently. Mm -hmm. uh, she's interviewing my mom now. And it's fascinating to have your family stories. This is why I love Ancestry.com. Because you don't a lot of times know. I, there was stuff in those stories I didn't know about my family. That's what happens at Ancestry.com as well. You may be, you know, you kind of know the vague outlines. Yeah. It is fascinating. And, right, you get great, just also medical, st anything you want to know. Uh, it's on our 75th anniversary of the uh, end of World War II. My dad fought in World War II. It is just fascinating to, to hear uh, all the stories. Find and honor your ancestors who served in World War II. Get a new take on your ancestors' World War II experiences. So much to learn at Ancestry.com. Discover your untold stories and more. Head over to my URL at Ancestry.com slash liberal. Start discovering your story today. That's Ancestry.com slash liberal. Do it now. Well, anyway, I thank you. It's been such a, you know, like I say, I was raised Catholic, Deb. We've talked about this, but I don't really, um, I've gone professional, so I don't practice anymore. Ha! Um, <laughs> but it is, it's, you know, it's like when you talk about a higher power or whatever, that's different for everybody. And, you know, all I know is you walk, you, you walk the talk and all of it. So, I, you know, I, I I don't even know how you put that into words. Like you were saying, it's so interesting. The story about you light up my life is people thought of it as a love song. And then you were sort of famously quoted as saying to you, it was about God. Uh, tell us about that. I, I forget how that all happened. Well, the lyrics um, over the years, you know, and we're talking 40 some odd years ago, 
but over the years, this song has spoken to lots of people in lots of different ways. It can, I've had people say this was my song that I sang to my child. This was a song I had sung at my wedding, got a lot of those. Um, friends, um, and, and then there are people that like, I kind of took the lyric and it felt like a prayer to me, for me at, the, at that time. And I didn't sing it with any agenda and then I'm gonna go tell the world and save everybody or anything like that. It was just in my private heart of hearts, it felt like a prayer that I uh, was saying to God. Um, and then when it became a hit, people asked who I was singing to and did I have you know, a boyfriend or whatever. And I wasn't expecting the question, but I just told the truth. And then it became uh, you know, pretty well known that, that that was my interpretation of the lyric. It was not the writer's interpretation of the lyric, it was just mine. Yeah, and you're also not that Christian that judges anybody else. You know, I mean, it's that's that's, you know, again, everybody has their own version. But just knowing you, I mean, I seriously love you and all your perfection and imperfection. My proudest moment, as you know, is when I got you to do something illegal and go into that illegal park that we weren't supposed to go into after our bike ride for lunch. I was like, come on, Debbie, Ooh. I won't get don't worry. I won't get any film of you. Go ahead. get <laughs> Daredevils. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's like it says it says no no trespassing. I'm like go Deb go. They're never gonna arrest <laughs> Debbie Boone. Attica Attica. <laughs> but um, thank you thank you thank you. I know you have a, a Joe Biden quote you wanted to read just because this is why this idea came to me because there is so much that he spoke about. We've all spoke about about just looking for the light and right. coming out of what feels like so much darkness. Um, but go go ahead. Do you have the quote? Yes, I do. And yeah. thank you for letting me do this. I just think it's the perfect setup. Um, yeah. Because when you when you asked me to do this, I just refreshed myself on the things that I heard Joe Biden say at the convention. And these words to me were so powerful. He said, with passion and purpose, let us begin you and I together, one nation under God, united in our love for America and united in our love for each other. For love is more powerful than hate. Hope is more powerful than fear. And light is more powerful than dark. Yeah, uh, perfect, perfect, perfect. And you know what? Um, that is the, what this song to me is all about, is be a light in someone else's life because we're all struggling. And, you, you know, you look at you and you don't know your internal struggle. You don't know what people are going through. So light up someone's yeah. life. And I, it, it sounds so cheesy. I Listen, I even wore my Statue of Liberty T-shirt for you because we're gonna Debbie Boone is gonna relight the torch in the Statue of Liberty right now, America, right <laughs> okay. now because she's that fucking awesome because she is Debbie Boone. Go ahead, Deb, hit it. Give people light, and they will find the way. Give people light. So many. I'd sit by my window Waiting for someone To sing me his song So many dreams I kept deep inside Now you've come 
That was a fantastic happy hour and indeed lit up my life. <laughs> my point is... It lit up all of our lives. Right? It's a hard time. Yeah. Debbie and I talked about it getting through COVID. I'm telling you, you got to get yourself a little bit of peace of mind. Go to the newdealshop.com. I have literally lectured all my friends until they all have gotten a clean phone or a clean phone pro or a clean phone wand. Now that you know about UV light and you know that's the... Uh, you know, technology they're using in hospitals to disinfect masks. They're using it in airports. Yep. You got to get it for yourself. It's right. It's an easy arrow in your quiver. Is it okay? Okay, say UV light up my light right now. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thenewdealshop.com. The code is Stephanie. You can get it. You disinfect everything, including your mask. And speaking of masks, get those KN95s FDA authorized. You need the real deal if you're going out anywhere where there's yeah. uh, people involved. Go to the newdealshop.com. The code is Stephanie. Get your FDA authorized respirator masks and all of those, uh, the clean phone pro, clean, regular clean phone. You can get one that charges your, they charge your phone and sanitize at the same time. The regular clean phone diffuses as well. Mm-hmm. You can put lavender or eucalyptus, whatever you want in there. It smell pretty. Yes. The newdealshop.com. The code is Stephanie.